Welcome to the Dr. White Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. White Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. White Show podcast Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. You can reach me at 720-307-7347. A review of the podcast just came in. I want to share it with you. It's from Adams in 4 and it says, I really enjoy this podcast. They are quick and easy to digest. My husband and I listen while we are doing our nightly routine after the kids have gone to bed. It helps us connect before going to bed, and it leaves us filled with gratitude for what is and optimism for what is to come. Thank you so much for leaving that feedback. I really appreciate your reviews. They're encouraging to me. It energizes me. It shows this podcast is reaching couples. It's creating hope. And so if you haven't already left a review of this podcast, please do so wherever you listen to podcasts. And this week, between now and October 10th, I'm offering a free audio download of my book, Total Marriage Refresh, to whoever leaves a review. So leave a review of the podcast, take a screenshot, email it to me, info at drwyattfisher.com, and then I'll reply back to your email with a free download of my book, Total Marriage Refresh. It took me about a year to write that book. And it's a culmination of all of the trials and triumphs I've been through in my own marriage since 1999. It's also reflective of my clinical experience in my private practice since 2004, and it reflects all the research I've done on marriage. So if you haven't checked out the book already, I highly recommend it. It goes through the six steps to marital satisfaction. Number one is developing a covenant foundation. Number two is owning your brokenness. Number three is learning to share power. Number four is developing an emotional attachment. Number five is cultivating sexual fireworks. And number six is staying in love. It's a recipe manual for how to have a good marriage. Best practices, lots of tools, lots of case studies. If you haven't gotten it, now's the time. Leave a review of the podcast, take a screenshot, email it to me, info at drwyattfisher.com. And then I'll respond back with a free audiobook download. Today I'm going to talk about four reasons to stop being lazy in your marriage. Are you being lazy? You probably are. A lot of people are lazy in their marriage. They go to sleep. Think of how you were when you were dating. Your new relationship, your partner, was all-encompassing. They were all you thought about. You'd wake up and think about them. You'd go to sleep and think about them. You were doing things for them throughout the day to make them feel special. They got your focus. They got your energy. But once you get married and you're together for a while, that changes for a lot of people. Now you're obsessed with your career or with parenting or with finances. Those things are all valid. However, we stop focusing on the marriage. We go to sleep. A lot of us go to sleep in our marriage. We get lazy. And then we say, oh, I don't have time. But you have a lot of time to scroll social media, don't you? Or, oh, I just, I can't make the time for it. Well, you have a lot of time to go play golf with your buddies, don't you? Or, yeah, I just don't have the time. Well, you have a lot of time to go to all of your children's activities, don't you? 
We often have the time. And these other activities are also important, but we give the crumbs to our marriage. Our marriage gets the leftovers. And then we wonder why our marriage sucks. It's probably because you're being lazy or your partner's being lazy. You're not having the discipline to work on your relationship. You have to develop self-discipline to become a good partner and to have a good marriage. It's not gonna just happen. It's not gonna happen by accident. Are you asleep? Are you being lazy in your marriage? That's the question to ask yourself today. So I'm gonna go through four reasons not to be lazy in your marriage. By the way, to define my terms, lazy means you are not intentionally focusing on how to be a good partner. That that is the last thought in your mind. That you don't wake up thinking about how can I make my partner feel loved today? What are their fillers they want? What are the drainers I need to avoid? Lazy means your marriage is one of the last things on your priority list. That's what it means to be lazy. So, four reasons not to do that. The first one is you deserve to be happy in your marriage. You deserve it. You're a married person or you're an engaged person or you're dating someone. You deserve to be happy in your relationship. But guess what? You're not gonna be happy in your relationship if you're asleep and you're being lazy. Because if you're being lazy, that means you're not meeting your partner's needs, which means they're not gonna be meeting your needs. But you deserve to be happy. So if you start getting engaged in your relationship and start focusing and start investing into your relationship, guess what? That means your partner's gonna get happier. That means they're gonna fill up your love bucket, so you're gonna become happier because you deserve to be happy. That's one reason not to be lazy. Second reason is your partner deserves to be happy. Your partner did not get married to you and go through the whole wedding banquet and the whole wedding party and stand up there at the altar and exchange vows just so that you could fall asleep in the relationship one day and get lazy. They didn't marry you for you to become lazy. They married you hoping that you are gonna be lifelong striving toward how to become a better partner, how to meet their needs, how to become more considerate. They married you with that hope. So if you are being lazy, you're devastating and shattering their dream of what they were hoping for when they got married to you. Stop shattering their dream. Wake up, pay attention, focus. You can do this. Your partner deserves to be happy. That's the second reason not to be lazy in your marriage. The third reason not to be lazy in your marriage is for your kids. If you're married and you have kids, the best thing you can do for your kids, the number one best thing, is to have a happy and healthy marriage. You set the tone in the house. Your kids are looking to you for what it means to be in love, for what it means to have good communication, for what it means to have constructive conflict resolution skills. Are you being that role model for them? Are you showing them how? You're not doing it if you're being lazy. If you're being lazy, all they see you do is neglect the marriage, to neglect their other parent. They see you not trying and not modeling for them how to be a healthy partner. They're learning from you. And divorce is highly disruptive to kids, no matter the age. It's traumatic, it's highly disruptive. 
So if you're being lazy and you're putting your marriage at risk for becoming a divorced family, that's highly disruptive for your kids. Think about what's best for your kids. What's best for your kids is for you not to be a lazy partner. Wake up, engage, focus. That is what's best for your kids because when you are happy in your marriage and your partner is happy in your marriage, your kids are being raised in a happy home and they're learning what it looks like to have a healthy relationship. So don't be lazy for your kids. The fourth reason not to be lazy as a partner is because when you're being lazy and you're not meeting your partner's needs, you are making them susceptible to an affair. If you are not meeting your partner's needs, their love buckets get lower and lower and lower until it's dry. When our love buckets get dry, we become more susceptible to reaching out somewhere else to get our needs met. Now, If you are unhappy in your marriage, it is not your partner's fault if you have an affair. It's still your choice. No matter how unhappy you are, no matter how miserable you are, no matter how much your needs are not being met, it's still your choice to have an affair. It's never your partner's fault. However, if your partner is not meeting your needs because they're being lazy, it definitely increases your susceptibility, your temptation, your impulses, your desires to step outside the marriage, but it never justifies it. It's always your choice. So that's the fourth reason not to be lazy. If you're being lazy, you're not filling up your partner's love bucket. You're not focused on their needs. You're not focusing on how to decrease the drainers you do. You're being careless. And that carelessness is increasing the susceptibility, the risk for your partner to make a poor choice and have an affair. So, those are four reasons to consider stop being lazy. The first reason is because you deserve to be happy in your marriage. The second reason to stop being lazy is your partner deserves to be happy in your marriage. The third reason to stop being lazy is your kids deserve to be raised in a happy, healthy home. And the fourth reason to stop being lazy is you are making your partner susceptible to making a poor choice and acting out. So, if this is you, if you're being lazy, stop, pay attention, wake up, start reading articles on how to be a better partner, start listening to more podcast episodes, start reaching out for support through a counselor or a coach, do whatever it takes to daily start engaging on how do I make this marriage better. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, be sure to click the five stars, leave a review, take a screenshot, email it to me, info at drwyattfisher.com, and I'll email you back a free download of the audible version of my book, Total Marriage Refresh. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, and remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it, and nurture it, and you water it, and you give it sunlight, and you fertilize it, it will bloom and grow and become beautiful. But if you deprive it, you stop watering it, you neglect it, you put it under a desk, you don't fertilize it, it will start to wilt and die. The choice is up to you.